scary savannah and beyond. And this is going to be another episode of the... Tybee Island Police Blotter. But before we get to that, we wanted to take a minute and talk about Patreon. We released an announcement recently to let everyone know that we have updated and upgraded our membership tiers on Patreon. Producing a podcast is expensive and time-consuming. Well, and It's very expensive when you're involved. It's very expensive and very time-consuming <laughs> time I'm consuming. involved. <laughs> so we do this to not only offer extra benefits, but to help us offset the costs of running this podcast. If you would like to join, just go to patreon.com slash savannah or look us up on the Patreon app. You can join for as little as $3 a month and enjoy ad-free episodes. The higher tiers offer even more benefits such as bonus content and a coffee mug and everyone gets a shout out on the show that's right and speaking of shout outs we would like to thank those who have signed up in the past few days amy rollins who joined at our highest level the layla and coffee production assistant so welcome to the team amy the girls are very happy to have your help That's right. We have coffee in here with us right now, and we were having her try to take some notes on how to produce so that she can maybe send them to you at some point when she learns how to read and write. So far, all she's done is try to trip you. Well, everything in this room (laughs) is trying to trip both of us so far tonight. You've tripped over the power supply strip, and I tripped over some fairy lights a minute ago that I didn't tell you about (laughs) because I thought you'd get mad at me. And then the dog's right here, which you probably can't see, but she's definitely doing her job. Also, we want to welcome Mark Pacina, who joined as a Crystal's Coffee contributor. So thank you very much, Mark. Thank you, Mark. I need all the coffee I can get to help me through these happy holidays. I don't know about that. She's been spending pretty much the whole day doing happy holiday-related activities. That is true, and I've drank a lot of coffee. This is the second pot. Of the day. Yeah, I'm drinking directly from the coffee pot. Just need an IV. You just put it right in my veins. We also had another Amy. She didn't give us her last name. She also joined Mark as a Crystal's Coffee contributor. So thank you so much, Amy, for joining in at that level. I'm just going to be so overwhelmed with coffee. It's going to be amazing. I know. I can't even begin to imagine the ramifications of (laughs) such a thing. I'll be up all night. I was up till after four last night. I know. I saw you post something on Facebook at like five in the morning oh. about, I don't even remember what it was. It was the memory memories of Thanksgiving with Layla yeah. playing football. Yeah, that was just like about 20, 30 minutes before I got out of I know. It's like I'm going to sleep and you're waking up. Yeah. Also, longtime member Savannah Marchion transferred over to our new tiers and is now a member of our big Alien supporters. Thank you, Savannah. Yes, See whose team you. she's on. Uh huh. Yeah, we know because of what she said about my hat collection. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't believe a word of it. We also sent out a personal thank you message to all our new patrons. So make sure you check your email if you want to be like Amy, Amy, Mark, and Savannah. Join them and our other patrons over on the Patreon app. We just released an episode called "The Cod Incident" over there. You don't want to miss that. It's definitely a unique experience that would only happen if I'm involved. It would. So any support you're willing to give is a huge help. If you don't want to commit to monthly support but would like to maybe make a one-time donation, you can go to our website and click on the icon to buy us a coffee in the bottom left-hand corner or donate through PayPal. There's a button in the top right corner that says Donate. So all that's appreciated. Now, with all that fun stuff out of the way, let's get to the blotter. On Monday, October 30th, 
one of our officers was speaking with an employee of a local business on Tabrisa Street when two men walked by. As they passed, the employee joked with the officer, making a statement to the effect of, those might be the guys you're looking for. (laughs) At that time, one of the men turned and began to yell a string of profanity at the employee while challenging him to a fight. Like right in front of the officer? Yeah. He said, this is probably the best time for this to happen. Exactly. During the course of his tirade, the man made a finger pistol and mimicked the act of shooting the employee twice. Not a finger pistol. Oh, my goodness. That there's advanced. After convincing the man. (laughs) 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 What? I was going to say that there is advanced shadow threatening. Shadow threatening. Yeah, it ain't a real gun, but it could be in somebody's mind. And we all know that your thoughts make things happen. After convincing the man to walk away. The officer watched as the man continued to challenge random people he encountered on the sidewalk. <laughs> what are you talking about, you little four-year-old kid? This guy, you better shut your mouth. This guy was waiting for this opportunity his whole life. Probably has been drinking on the island for the entire day. Yeah. And he's sitting there in a corner thinking, when, when? is somebody going to come? And it's like, oh, it's go time. Point me at, it's go time. As a result, the man was placed under arrest and charged with disorderly conduct. Later that day, one of our officers responded to the area of Highway 80 in reference to a report of a woman attempting to flag people down. Upon his arrival, the officer found an elderly woman standing near a heavily damaged vehicle. When asked, the woman stated that the car had been struck by a train an hour or two prior, but she couldn't remember where. So the nearest train to us is like way over in Savannah, isn't it? During the course of their conversation, the officer came to realize that the woman believed herself to be in her home state of New York and that she had no idea how she got to Georgia. I do, because everyone always ends up on Tybee Island. Somehow, it's like her and 30,000 other people are here. All with warrants. All of them got warrants from out of state. A handful of them from in the territory. The officer then made contact with emergency medical personnel and the woman's family in New York. Upon the arrival of EMS, the officer learned that a car had been struck by a train in Savannah, but had left the scene prior to the arrival of emergency personnel. She was then transported to a nearby hospital while her family made arrangements to get her home. So maybe she became really disoriented after being hit by the train and just like blacked out, sort of drove out here and didn't know what happened. From New York? (laughs) <laughs> it was a long drive. That was some some kind of disorientation. Well, I mean, no, I mean, maybe she was in Georgia and then like the trauma from being hit by the train caused her memory to like be shook up. I would not doubt it. That or she was sound, drinking. That does sound more realistic than getting hit by a train in New York and finding yourself on Tybee Island. Well, it said they were hit by a train in Savannah. Yeah. Were you listening? No. <laughs> I was too busy thinking about finger pistols. Now, you know I'm that sorry. train. That train only moves like one mile per hour, and it sits there for 30 and to 40 in minutes. Reverse. Yeah, 30 It doesn't go forward. It just sits on the tracks and backs <laughs> up in your way. Yeah, forever. On Tuesday, October 31st, officers responded to 14th Street in reference to a motor vehicle crash. While speaking with officers, the 17-year-old at-fault driver stated that she had been arguing with family members when she suddenly crashed into the rear of a parked vehicle. During the course of the conversation, an officer was able to smell an odor similar similar to that of an alcoholic drink drink emitting from from within within the vehicle. vehicle. When asked, the driver admitted to drinking several hours prior. 
During the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the teenage driver had been operating the vehicle while under the influence of alcohol. She was then placed under arrest and charged with open container and DUI under 21. I tell you what, you get in them fights with your family, and sometimes, you know, you're drunk as a skunk when it <laughs> When you're happens. 17. When you're 17 and you're driving around at the beach well, around in Savannah. It doesn't surprise me. People drink early down here. They drink. They, they don't stop drinking. It's not early. It's late. No, when I, I, mean, it's late, I mean, it's from late an from early yesterday. age. Oh, yes, definitely. That the teenagers. Too. Like about the juveniles. four or five, six years old. Yeah, the juveniles start early. That's when you wean yourself from the beer and move on to the harder liquors. No, she's probably still drinking Natty Lights. Yeah, probably. At 17. Yeah, natty Lights. Who's ever called them a Natty Light? <laughs> all the college people. We know kids that used to be, co- all they used to be college kids. I'm so old. I know our kids are out of college. Well, two of them are still oh, in college. No. One's about to graduate. We'll have one left. Oh, you're depressing me. So I know. Tell me the next story. <laughs> And that was Halloween. I'm surprised nothing else happened on Halloween other than that. That was the only thing that happened? The only thing DUI? they reported. It the must only. have been some kind of DUI then, if that's the I only guess. thing that went down. On Friday, November 3rd, officers responded to Tybrisa Street to assist the Tybee Island Fire Department with traffic control. During the course of the investigation, it was learned that someone had attached a flagpole to a fire suppression sprinkler head in one of the rooms at a local motel. I, okay. All right. <laughs> Somebody had attached. You know, it said go pole. dogs. Oh, well, then it's a you go dogs. <laughs> now, no, now does it make sense? I see no problems here. Well, when the flagpole was removed, the sprinkler head busted, flooding two rooms in the process. You ever heard the term collateral damage? Yeah. It means you didn't mean for that to happen. Yeah. But... You know, it's, it had to you had to weigh the, the pros and the cons of the decision. Do I put a flagpole <laughs> onto a fire sprinkler or do I not? And you think, what could possibly happen? <laughs> and then you say, yeah, we're doing we're it. Doing Go it. dogs. And uh, they're drinking their natty lights. Oh, no. <laughs> we heard about that. Do you remember somebody talking about that? No. At the bar? No. No, you don't I remember that? I have recollections of certain times <laughs> at the bar. That's also the same motel where another friend of ours told us about a ghost story, remember? Ooh, yeah. Do you want to talk about that now or you want to save that? Let's save that for okay, it was a future a good episode. That yeah, was a good one. Because I want to build up to it. I want to put spooky music in it. And maybe I might even dress up as Frankenstein and such. That has nothing to do with her story. It doesn't need to. I'm just thinking it would be a really cool look. On Saturday, Saturday, November 4th, while working at the Tybee Allen Post Theater Music Festival, officers encountered a woman arguing with a vendor over T-shirt sizes. You what you mean I can't fit into this extra small? Look, I have been an extra small my whole life. And I don't care that I can't fit into the porta john (laughs) to try on the shirt. Officers attempted to mediate the situation and get the woman to walk away, but she refused. What a shocker. As the situation continued to escalate, the woman began to use excessive profanity in the presence of several families in the area. The woman was warned about her conduct, but decided to press her luck and continue to cuss. (laughs) I'm going to press that luck, Jean. (laughs) She was then placed under arrest for disorderly conduct under Tybee Island City Ordinance. Yeah, we were outside that music festival for a little bit. We had just come home. I don't remember where we, I think we were at my daughter's house. Yeah, we were. And they had it going right in front of the Hotel Tybee. And and you would think in a place like this, you know, it's just some local bands, but they had uh, a few bands that you would have heard of up there if you're into 90s music, like Everclear. 
Is it Everclear? I'm pretty sure. I was, was going to say Everlast. <laughs> no, it wasn't Everlast. I don't know what that is. My band covered Everlast. That's songs. a song. No, that's, oh, that's a song. It that's is a, a song band. too. There's a song called Everlast. I'm very confused now. I am so confused. What was the other band that was pretty big? Oh, Spin Doctors. I didn't get to see them. We missed that. But I would have liked to have seen them. And I know you don't prefer to hear them, but uh, I would have no, enjoyed it. I would it. listen to one of their songs maybe too. Well, all of their songs sound exactly the same. So if you heard yeah. one, you heard yeah, the yeah, other. when you heard yeah. them all. On Sunday, November 5th, officers responded to the area of Butler Avenue in reference to a physical fight between neighbors. During the course of the investigation, our team learned that the altercation began after one man made a pass at the other's girlfriend. Uh-oh. Ever a good idea? No. In the end, neither man wanted to pursue charges on the other, and they shook hands, agreeing to stay out of each other's paths in the future. I bet that didn't happen. Yeah, and as soon as the officer left, I guarantee oh, you they, they both pulled shadow pistols right out of their pockets and <laughs> started pointing fingers. <laughs> On Monday, November 6th, officers responded to a local convenience store in reference to a disorderly subject. While speaking with our team, an employee pointed out a man sitting just outside the store, whom they said was intoxicated <laughs> and had been argumentative with customers. I've seen guys like that out yeah. here before. It's never fun to walk into those yeah. stores. They further stated that they wanted the man banned from all company property on the island. Throughout the investigation, the man was cooperative with officers and agreed to leave without further incident. Wonder if he's been back since then. Until the cops left the scene. Yeah. Then he showed back up with right beside the trash pistol. can with a finger pistol and old natty <laughs> light. And did he have his flagpole with the dog's flag? No, he left that in the hotel. <laughs> on the fire sprinkler where you put them. <laughs> <laughs> on Tuesday, November 7th, while on patrol, one of our officers was flagged down by a concerned citizen about a man who was allegedly cursing loudly and giving people the middle finger. I like the way they put that in quotation yeah. marks. Giving them the middle finger. Also known as flipping the bird. Ah, colloquialism. <laughs> and stumbling in the roadway. While checking the area, the officer spotted a man stumbling about while displaying his middle finger and shouting about his sister. <laughs> <laughs> and he thought to himself, he said, self, first of all, there's no way this could be the man that I'm looking for. No, this, it, there could be a second one. It's a coincidence is what it's got to be. While the bit about the sister was new, the officer decided that the potential of this being the right guy was pretty high and uh, decided to stop for a chat. A... Let's chat, shall we? <laughs> Where's well, your flagpole let's at? Let's have a conflict. Did you leave it up in the fire sprinkler? <laughs> During the course of their conversation, the man informed the officer that he was, quote, wasted. <laughs> Just being honest. Look, I ain't going to lie to you. I'm drunk as a skunk. And, right attempting, I'm and attempting to walk back to his vacation rental. In an effort to keep the man out of jail, the officer warned him about his conduct and provided him with directions to get back to the house. <laughs> well, if you don't live here, it can be tricky to find your way around if you, do, you know, all these vacation rentals. Yeah, if you're staying on like on the on the back of the island over there yeah, towards all, the riverside, roads it can get confusing and they Especially number it weird. Especially if you're, quote, wasted. Yeah, quote, wasted. <laughs> oh, well, see, I started walking towards the north end of the island, and I ended up on the Jacksonville. And I found the ocean. Should I go that way? Yes. <laughs> As the man attempted to walk away, however, the officer noticed that he was extremely unsteady on his feet, appeared disoriented, and once again began to shout profanity in a residential neighborhood. Well, these are all recipes for getting a one-way ticket to a free ride. A free night and... 
the jail. <laughs> well, it won't be free. Eventually. One hot in a cot. I don't know what they call it. <laughs> At that time, he was placed under arrest and charged with disorderly conduct. Can't be walking around stumbling, cussing. Talking about Man, your listen. sister, flipping the bird out, Mm-mm. drinking Natty Lights. That's mm-hmm. conjecture on my part, but I believe that it's you know highly probable that that happened as well. Oh, I'm sure. Thursday, November 9th. Officers responded to the Tybee Island Police Department in reference to a missing parking decal. While speaking with our team, the complainant stated that while at a car wash, she noticed that her parking decal was missing. It was unknown at that time if the decal was stolen or fell off on its own accord. Well, I can tell you, it did not fall off on its own accord. Those things are on there good. They are on there, and you can't remove them easily without tearing them. So someone took it. I don't know. Somehow that guy that did your windshield replacement, he took that sticker right you off and put it, it on the new windshield he somehow. Did. I don't understand it. And we didn't even want that. No, it was expired. <laughs> yeah. But when I've tried to remove it, you've got to like have something to slide up under there. He must have had... You know, you can't just like take it and pull it off. Them safe light guys probably got that special yeah. trick. Yeah, I think his first rodeo. Off. No, he no. The guy seemed like he really knew what he was doing. He he made me feel very comfortable about the windshield replacing situation and answered all my windshield related questions. Well, we and need took to call all my him. windshield related money. We need to call him back again because my windshield cracked again. Again. Or what? is that the second time that we haven't fixed yeah, it? Yeah, we just haven't fixed it. Got <laughs> it's it. just got a little crack this yeah. time. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> On Sunday, November 12th, one of our officers stopped a vehicle for having an expired tag. During the course of the investigation, the officer learned that the driver's license was suspended. After placing the man under arrest, officers discovered loose marijuana scattered across the center console of his car. Oh, no. A subsequent search of the vehicle revealed... 1.2 pounds of marijuana. Is that a lot? That is a lot concealed in a backpack along with plastic baggies. Mm, like, that almost sounds like intent to distribute, in doesn't it? How many ounces are in a pound? 16. I thought that was in a fluid ounce. No, a fluid ounce is in a gallon. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, a quart. <laughs> no. Is are six, you using 16? liquids or solids measuring Is this cups? imperial or measuring? Is this why we had the cod incident? It is. Oh, 1.2 is a lot. Just ask some kids. <laughs> Not ours. Just any random kids <laughs> yeah. that I might run into, yeah. you know, while out there threatening The juveniles. People. Juveniles. We'll, we'll, oh, we'll consult the cert- juveniles. certainly would know, yes. The driver was then placed under arrest and charged with expired registration, driving while license suspended, possession of drug-related objects, which were apparently plastic baggies, and possession of marijuana. Felony. See, uh, that's a lot. That sounds serious. Yeah, if you have like less than an ounce or something, it's uh, not a felony, but that's a that's felony there. Yeah, that's a lot. Well, I know a lot of people on the island that I could probably ask them and I could say, exactly how many things can you have on your person <laughs> before not a it moves from being a misdemeanor yeah. to a felony? And I bet that I know a few people that probably can tell you down to the letter oh, exactly yeah. what constitutes a felony. I'm sure. I would have no idea because that's not something that I traffic. Mm-hmm. I do traffic certain things, though. What? I traffic a large amount of inability to do anything right, and I just spill it everywhere I go. What did you do after today? The, yeah, or, or, or like any time no, recently? Oh, I know because what you today did. I can tell you. Yeah. What did you do today? 
Oh, you don't know? Mm-mm. Okay, well, we just won't talk about that then. I know. Last so what night, did I do last I night? I asked you to check the turkey fryer oil. Well, see, that's your first mistake is that you asked me to do something, and you should know I will try well, to do what it. what happened was I was going to do it myself before I left to go out on my errands, and you're like, oh, well, I'll look at it. And so that's why I let you do it. Well, I never argue about doing stuff. I just well, I didn't do it ask you to do it. Wrong. You yeah. said you were going to oh, do I it. Oh, I took care of it. I did, did get the answer. And you spilled all oil over my all sandals, over your shoes, all over my feet, and all a, over my shorts. And uh, just, pants. you used one of the towels that I would rather not be used for. I don't know which one to use. I thought the white ones would show up better, so I used a blue one. Well, the blue ones are the nice towels that we put out for oh, guests. Well, that one's not anymore. I know. <laughs> and also. I walked in the kitchen last night and Layla was licking the side of the air fryer. I mean, the turkey fryer where the oil must have dripped down the sides. Look, she is just trying to do what she can to give to this family. She's trying to pay back. She's trying to get the fryer nice and clean and ready for tomorrow. Get it nice and clean. Get the dog spit all over it because she knows we're about to fry up a turkey in it. And she said, can't have no turkey fryer with oil on the side. So I'm just going to lay down on the floor and lick it. You've got a lot of sparkly stuff on your face today. What you been doing? I got near you. You've been decorating Christmas trees all day long. Oh, that must be what it is. Yeah, and I was rolling around the floor with dogs, too. Oh, okay. So there's glitter. It's nice. Yeah, and you know, I was trying to retrieve that sparkly stuff out of Layla's jowls, too. I know. She walked in the living room and had something hanging from her face. I don't know what it was. What a disaster this dog is, is what I'm saying. They're really upset because I have stuff everywhere, and they can't get on the couch anywhere. Yeah. Except for my seat. So they keep getting up there and taking Vying my seat. for position. Yeah. Layla's already trying to see if she can push her way into second place above me. And now I'm thinking she might have her sights set on Crystal trying to take her throne and make herself the alpha dog. I don't think that's going to fly. I don't think it will either. Well, I guess that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Tybee Island Police Blotter. Make sure to tune in again next week or next time. It'll be two weeks. In two weeks. And there's a little update on the juveniles in the next one. Uh Uh-oh. Well, I can't wait to hear that. Nothing major, but it's fun. Yeah. They're always fun. So I'll tell you what I want you to do. Okay. With tomorrow being Thanksgiving, Mm because we're recording this, I want you to go get me... Let's see. We're going to our daughter's house tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We're just bringing a few small things. No. What are we bringing? Like a ham. I'm making a ham. You know, ham. You're bringing broccoli casserole. Pies. You're bringing a turkey fryer, a broccoli casserole. Sausage balls. Plates. Yeah, the plates, everything. We're pretty much bringing everything but the turkey itself, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, heck, the oil you fried in costs more than the turkey. Yes, I was going to buy some more peanut oil. It was $50 for three pounds, I mean, three gallons of oil. I'm it's like, just really? ridiculous. So gather all of these things together in a thankful circle. Place them in our vehicle and then go buy some Natty Lights <laughs> because we go and ride, is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, we need to take the golf cart with the Natty Lights. Yeah, all the way over to her city, which, how long have we drive that An day? hour. About, oh, and on the golf, golf cart, cart, three. Four, three, seven hours. <laughs> Probably. Well, well, it would die. The battery would die before well, we got there. Well, by then, we'd be, you know, juiced on Natty Lights. So, <laughs> wow, we'll be good. So Maybe we'll get hit by a train. <laughs> why not? 